Welcome everybody to another Angry Wargamer podcast. I'm your host, Jason the Angry Wargamer, and we got back finally, Lando and Drew. <laughs> What's up, guys? Finally. What's good, Shit. people? Well, the last time you recorded was like a month ago with us. Really? I Holy think so. Fuck. Yeah, we did like three weeks, and then it was another like another week after that. So yeah, you're probably about a month in. Just saying, oh. just saying. <laughs> Anticlimactic return, I suppose. I know, right? You want to go first on what you want to do? Me, like, I've just been mostly working, man. Mostly working, waiting for those Street Fighter MTG cards to show up any day now. Because I forgot when the fuck they were supposed to show up. <laughs> Let, yeah, because the last time you were on, you were out of work. Still. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You just been working. Yeah, but uh, yeah, because of his injury. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm better now. I don't need the cane anymore. Fucking hooray! Oh shit! I just although my foot. although the funny <laughs> shit part is that you think that I would expect a cane in like another thirty fucking years. Shut up, I man! Guess I'm I just got I just got a fucking example of what it of. I took it out for a test drive. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. So I use my cane like uh, Dr. House does, and I put it on the wrong side. There you go. That's um, the spirit. Yeah, only because I, I want to be Dr. House <laughs> without the drug addiction. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, not only do you not have that, you also don't have the $350,000 pay that goes with it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the only cane that Orlando's looking forward to now is the new the new uh, owners of the Legacy of Kane series making a new game for that series. That's what that's what Orlando's dude, dude. I am so so Idos. Like okay, so Idos is free from Square Enix's clutches. Oh, yes, they bought themselves out. It's fucking amazing because there were already rumors in line for a legacy, uh, a legacy of Kane uh, remake, and I was fucking worried because Square Enix works closely with Disney, so the likelihood of it being fucking sanitized is pretty great. But now that Eidos has removed itself from, or has removed Square Enix and Disney as a whole from the equation. Maybe they'll be more faithful to the uh, to the original source material. One can only hope. Wouldn't that be just Wouldn't that be just nice? Yeah, because oh, guess guess what, Jay? What's up? <laughs> Somebody has fucking decided in their grand vision to reboot Married with Children. No, really? Yep. That's cool. They're, they're giving it a modern reboot. They're claiming to bring back the the original cast, which you know I don't know how Ed O'Neill is gonna be able to reprise his role given his age. Katie Seagal could still fucking do it. I I I, I don't I don't think she's I don't think that's out of the question. Do you but think do you Ed O'Neill? Oh fuck no. Yeah, but he's so good in um, Modern Family. 
Yes, because all he has to do is be himself. Yeah. The typical asshole. You think That's he, all he has to do. The fuck do you think he was doing when he was playing Al Bundy? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he was just himself. <laughs> but the problem is, is that I think with the modern reboot, based on the track record we have in these past 15 years, I think it's fair to say it's going to be another sterilized mess. We'll see what happens, dude. If you find me another, if you find another copy for twenty bucks of the entire fucking series over at Walmart, uh, pass that shit over to me because I want to have that for posterity. Yeah, for I'm, real. Yeah, okay, <laughs> man. I was watching some classics today, man, because I was just disappointed. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm a, when I get out of work, I'm just gonna come and come home and watch me some Married with Children. I'm very glad that you didn't decide to stop at an awkward spot right there. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Shut up, Jay. Now we're in, it's, it's, there's going to be a segment out there. Once we, once we get big angry war gamer out of context and I'll be right there. <laughs> It'll be right alongside the episode where um, I go, who the fuck fell asleep? <laughs> Or fat people falling. <laughs> yeah, or fat people falling. Yeah, that's the other one. <laughs> oh, man. What about you, Drew? What have you been up to? Um, I have been constructing my usual assortment of commander decks and finding the uh, experience of assembling my 40k figs to be quite centering and relaxing. Hey, welcome to the party. <laughs> I will never paint them because that is a that is a horse of a different color, all pun intended. But assembly was fucking amazing. The only one thing that I think I had more problem with was the vehicles, because that one you figured it would fit easier than the other pieces, but no, that one the seams just weren't lining up the right way. So it was a bit of a headache. Yeah. But with the uh, regular rank and file uh, plague marines, I just kind of just took pieces and slapped them together. Because why the fuck wouldn't you? I mean, that's kind of all you have to do, really. <laughs> it just makes like sense. You could follow way. the templates and the instructions, or I could just go fucking hog wild. And I decided I, how I was going to play that shit was I was going to play it. It's go. not like I don't have multiple fucking HQ figures to play around with. It comes with a flipping uh, a Plague Lord. And I have Typhus, so it's not yeah. I have that covered, so... Well, that's good. If I ever play, who the fuck knows if that ever happens? I mean, um, but yeah, <laughs> it's all assembled now. Nice. I know you said you were gonna have Phil paint some of it for you. I might just have him do all of it because, like, gas and shit's such a pain in the ass. Getting out to you is gonna be kind of a headache. So oh, I might just have him do the whole thing, and then if you want to do touch-up detail work, you can do that. No, no, dude. Whatever. <laughs> I don't even know why you're I'm asking not, him, no. though. I mean, he barely has time in, to do his own shit in the first place. <laughs> yeah, really, though. <laughs> I, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, the fucking commissions that he ends up having to do, at least with those, he's making money no, off it. He no, no, no. I have one commission. One. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, wait, Drew, why don't you just ask Leia? Isn't she good with sort? Is she good with painting? 
I don't. I'm not gonna make her build, buy, you know, Citadel paints just to fucking paint my figures. You no. don't have to use. Citadel I know paints. Phil has Citadel paints because he actually does Warhammer figures. He has his own Tau army. Fair enough. Uh, that one, that one's a no-brainer. Granted, he's looking for actual paints Vertigris, which I found him some, but the one he's looking for is apparently only sold in Europe, which is very perplexing. It's no, it's because the company's in Europe, and right now the the issue is is getting it to the states. So, yeah, supposedly importing is becoming really fucking expensive now. Gee, I wonder why. Because everything's going to hell in a handbasket, and I've and I when I went to for my job, we do deliveries, and filling up the gas tank was almost a hundred hundred dollar affair. Yes, yes, I'm aware that shit's going to hell in a handbasket. My, I'm aware uh, that my mother had reached out to me to get fucking sensitive baby formula for my nephew because she couldn't find any out by, about by her. I'm aware that we're having a shortage. Trust me. I can fucking see it. I can see it when I don't have any chicken breast to buy it from the fucking Aldi. Aldi, the place that usually has fucking everything. And their goddamn chicken section is more bare than, my, uh, than, than, than the ass on a fucking donkey. I'm aware. <laughs> More bare than the ass on a donkey. All right. Fair. Fair. Look, he's got to be a bit more creative when it comes to alliterations, metaphors, and insults. <laughs> Otherwise, shit gets stale. Look, I'm just looking at my paint. I'm looking at my fully fully formed Mortarian, and I'm very happy with it. And I'm really happy with that 3D printed piece from Australia that I ordered off of Etsy. I can't wait to see that because that's actually going to be my Damon prints for the for my team. There you go. Other than that, um, MTG wise, like I said, I'm making a couple of commander decks. Um, I gotta buy more sleeves because I always have to. I gotta buy more fucking uh, Stanley boxes because I'm always in a deficit on those. What I have to do is just stop making decks for a moment and buy 20 more of those fucking Stanley boxes just to put things into the other things <laughs> and actually get ahead of the game. Eventually, I'll just be able to stack them up on the floor. There'll be so much of them. Ugh. This is this is what happens when you when you acquire an obsession. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's I mean, I mean, that's how it has to be, honestly. Know. So, speaking of obsession, what the fuck did I just do with? Hold on. So, I um back in August of last year. I ordered the Ultramarine Primaris Captain in Gravis armor for from Hot Toys. Not Hot Toys. From it's like uh from Bandai. It's a Bandai thing that they did. It's the fully 270 point articulation madness crap. And oh yeah, they have the Astar. They have all the Astartes. It's fucking uh, McFarland makes them, doesn't he? No. Okay, so McFarland makes a version of them. This is the more expensive version. So, uh, get it. It's a more premium toy. Oh my god. Yeah. It's yeah. This version is completely articulate. Has diecast metal pieces to it. Um, hold on. I gotta fucking pick up the piece I dropped. Um, comes with cape, three different hands, um, 
two swords, a backpack, uh, all this extra stuff, like the piece in the middle hangs. Um, it's it's cool. It's cool, right? Um, I like it, but oh, crap. Now I got shit all over it. Fucking drop the piece on the floor and the floor is dirty. <laughs> I, I'm putting this together while we're talking about it because um, it's expensive and I wanted to play with it. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> um, expensive and you wanted to play with it. What a what an amazing combination. This is not something that. No. OK, so if you know what hot toys are. They do. Um, like different uh what's it called what the fuck are they called they make they make stuff for like um all the different uh like comic book stuff and star wars and the f- action figures look awesome and then they do um what's it called um like clothes they make actual like real clothes for them so like these little dolls and stuff are like actually have the legit clothes so, um, a lot of photographers that do like toy photography, that's the stuff they use because it looks like real life. So, uh, that's what I thought this was going to be, but it like an ultramarine form. Well, I'm kind of wrong. So, um, that's great. <laughs> This kind of makes me nervous, actually, because some of these parts look like they move really well, and then sometimes they look like they're about to snap on me. So that's 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 good. <laughs> I don't know. This thing is cool. Uh, it's not. Uh, I okay. So I've emailed them three times now um, about getting this thing, and the last email I sent them was, "I want a fucking refund." Um you've been holding $270 for the last forever. I think like I emailed them back in January and then I emailed them last week. Basically like, you know, where's my shit? Like <laughs> you've been holding on to my stuff. Like what the fuck? Like holding on to my money. And, um, I never got an email back. All I got was I did it on Saturday, last Saturday. All I got was an email saying, um, it's been shipped to the store, no tracking number or anything. So in my head, I'm immediately thinking, oh, you're fucking lying to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> cause how are you going to send me stuff with, uh, with no tracking number? Like what the fuck? <laughs> and then, uh, I go into the shop Tuesday cause I had the day off Tuesday. So I go into the shop Tuesday and then Wednesday, one of the guys that works there, uh, sends me a Facebook message with my box saying, Hey, it came in. I was like, dude, could this get any more inconvenient? Like <laughs> I was literally just there. What the fuck? <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. We'll go with that. So I've been doing, uh, I've been also working on that $800, um, Falcon. Um, I worked that on it on my vacation and I never finished it, so um, I have to work on that at some point. Again, I'm I have okay. So there's 17 sets of bags. I'm on the 10th set of bags. 
and all I have is the frame, uh, the landing gear, the bottom cover, like the bottom panels, and two of the front top panels finished on it. So you better get to it then, Han. Or does Lando need to get Boba Fett to put you into the carbonite? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's the fucked up thing. Okay, so this thing came out. It had to have come out around the time of um, Force Awakens. It had to have because it comes with two uh, Lego Porg models. But it doesn't come with Rey. It comes with Han, Leia, and Chewie. So I'm confused about why there's Porgs in it. <laughs> I would know. Yeah. I'm not a Star Wars uh, expert. Yeah. Well, hey, have you uh, seen anything about this creator clash bullshit going on? No. Well, you 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 know that you know a bunch of YouTube creators are all fighting. We're all fighting each other at one point, right? No. <laughs> wow. Over, over that rock you live under must be cool and dank, dude. I know. It's the best rock. You should come join me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wish I could. I wish I could. I'm enjoying the I'm enjoying the bullshit too much, and I find myself, especially because it's uh. A creator that I know, who uh, Nathan Barnett, who actually is fighting, and he's he was whooping all kinds of ass. Holy shit! What was he saying? Yeah. No, he was actually in a boxing match with another content creator. What? <laughs> yeah, that happens. They set yeah, up it's fights. Creator clash. Yep, they okay. set up fights in a state where they can legally duke it out. Interesting. So it's really fucking intense. I think I know who you're talking about. Would he happen to be dealing with uh, a particular pig for some, for a lack of a a better term, subtlety? No, 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 no. Ethan, Ethan, no, no, this isn't Ethan Rell. This is uh, this is actually like a legitimate back and forth. Uh, No, no, no. We're not talking about that shit. That that fucking shit storm involving the rage pig. We're not. We're not talking about that. If that ever got in the ring and it was him versus versus uh, like Andy Worski or any of those fucking people, it would be fucking hysterical to watch because he'd fucking die in the ring if we're lucky. <laughs> if we're lucky, he <laughs> says. <laughs> Dude, if you've heard if you've heard of that fucking rage pig man, he is literally a fucking walking train wreck of a fire. You you, you don't want to you don't want to know. I don't want to know. No. <laughs> apparently, holy fuck. Apparently, Aaron Hansen was fighting too. Holy shit. Aaron Hansen? Ego Raptor himself. Well, shit. Good fucking Christ. Yeah, Harley Morenstein was saying that he, was, he put up a good fight. Well, now I gotta find out the, I gotta find the YouTube videos for this. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be paid. Was, dude. Uh, was you know, fucking iDubs? iDubs was in this shit. What the hell? Damn it! What kind of shit show was that I miss, motherfucker? All the people, all the people that are fighting for relevancy. It sounds like. 
Yeah, in more ways than one. First division now with their fucking fists. Hey, it's fine by me. Expedition is expedition, and you're never going to hear me fucking complain about it. Wow. Uh, First YouTube knockout. Don't talk about YouTube knockout. (laughs) Fucking shit, dude. Speaking of, going back to what we were talking about earlier, speaking of Squeenix, there are a lot of rumblings that their ass might get picked up by Sony because one of the things that they were doing is they shed, other than uh, IDOS, they were shedding a bunch of Western developers off their fucking roster. I'm wondering if they're, uh, if they're up for, uh, for sale and fucking uh, uh, and Sony's chomping at the bit to get a hold of them because that would be, dude, do you have any idea how much power they'd have to have Squeenix at this point? To Sony, yeah, that'd be pretty cool though. I'm not gonna lie, because the problem with that though is uh, being able to work with um, Disney. In all honesty, I mean they're already working with them in in in, in those cases as third party developers, anyways. So it's not a huge shock if you know they they're more hand in hand at that point, right? But. It's 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 the Japanese part of it. Remember, this isn't Sony of America or uh, Squeenix in America. This is Japan side. The, the the acquisitions on the American side are completely different as far as that's concerned. All right, but yeah, that's still interesting. That wasn't on the ticket, but that was something I that had happened within the past couple of weeks that I wanted to bring up. So we can get on to our topics if you no, want to. No, I, I gotta I gotta complain about this thing. <laughs> Oh yeah, we got some rants to go to. Go for no, it. No, hold on. Yeah, this is okay. So I just I just finished putting this thing together. It has metal metal parts to it, right? It's got the feet are metal, the chains are actual metal, the iconography hanging from his waist is metal, and one of the swords is die cast. So one of the swords is metal. The rest of it is this weird plastic, right? It's supposed to have all this articulation, but it doesn't. Like, it doesn't have... You can't pose him. I guess you can. Like You can pose him to stand on something, I guess. Yeah, okay, you got to work with it a little bit, but... Oh, man, that's rough. I wish... I can't say I like it. It was $270. The hands are plastic. They're not metal. So, like, you can switch them out, but. Oh, oh, this is rough. Yeah. Outside of the feet being metal. It looks cool. It looks cool. I mean, I can, I'll have to put up. I'll I have to post a picture or I'm, I'm going to do at least a TikTok video about it. But. Man. The hand doesn't fit right. Like, it fits in there, but it, it doesn't have that satisfying, like, snap. So, like, to me, like, right now, if I. Were to try to mess with the hand, I feel like it just fall off. Um, right. It looks cool. If you dis- if you posed it and displayed it and never touched it again, you'd be fine. But I, I don't think I'd spend another two seventy to buy another one, or at all. Like, and this is like this is a collector's thing. So clearly, like, here's my options right now is what I'm thinking. Take everything back off, put it back in the box after I'm done taking pictures and videos, or just putting it in my display cabinet and never touching it again. 
So that's rough because I wanted to start doing like cool picture things with it. Like, you know, set up like a little background of like a war scene, take a picture and try to be fancy with it, obviously. But man. Yeah, I'm not it's not comparable to Hot Toys at all. It's Bandai, obviously. But um, and that was my big thing is that because of the articulation, because of what you were getting, it was supposed to be similar to Hot Toys. But yeah, no, it's a futuristic thing. It's not made. It's not like a depiction from a movie or anything or like a real life outfit. It's rough. It's rough. <laughs> so, yeah, are you going to so are you planning on doing some touch up work on it at least? Of your own, or are you just going to leave it as is? There's no touch-up work as far as painting goes. Uh, at the $270 mark, I don't want to paint it. I don't. The gold looks fine. It's shaded well. Um, it doesn't ha- It doesn't look battle-damaged um, at all, which is fine, because I'm not a big fan of, like, battle damage on Marines. Um... But it has the shading right. The color looks right. It's just the plastic pieces mixed with where the metal pieces are just don't. It doesn't fit right. And it's hard to move around. Gotcha. Overall, though, it looks cool. It does. And like you have a flexible chain. So like if you move the arm, it's not going to. The chain weapon's not going to be all wonky looking or anything. The head moves. You can twist the head, obviously, up and down. Um, But it's got the Gravis armor shell, so it's got, like, a hood on it. So the parts that move, move okay. A lot of the legs are stiff. The hand that can be replaced is... it's That's that plastic I was telling you about. It just it doesn't fit right on the nub. So I feel like if you played around with it too much, you'd wear down the parts enough where you wouldn't be able to pose it. That's the kind of feel I have with it. That's sad. Fair enough. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. So, oh, well, I, I mean, I took it out of the box. I put it together. I'll take a couple pictures and um, do a video, and I'll probably put it back in the box, honestly. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, um, moving on to not another, not a topic per se, but um, if you listen to us on Facebook, like if you're listening to this right now on Facebook, come June 3rd, um, it will no longer take the RSS feed. Facebook is getting rid of the RSS feed integration. Um, no idea why. Um, the only explanation said was most podcasts are moving to video. We are not moving to video, at least anytime soon. Um We are doing very well. We have almost 3,000 downloads with uh, not even 60 episodes yet. So, um, yeah, we're going to stay in this format for a while. Uh, So June 3rd, uh, Facebook will no longer accept the RSS feed, so we might have to go back to the old um, here's the YouTube video or sharing the um, Podbean link uh, so you guys can still listen to us. So, there's something to take into it. Take into account if you follow us through Facebook. Um, other than that, we can get into the show. 
All right, so where do we want to start, guys? I for some reason I cannot pull up without trying to crash anything. So let me see. What do we got? You're just like switch your shit to your new fucking computer. What the fuck is wrong with you? Ah, dude, I've just been so fucking lazy. I was on I was on uh I was on vacation last week, right? And I was like, I'm gonna build this Falcon, not realizing I wasn't gonna finish it in the week. So I didn't demo the basement. Um if I would have demoed the basement like I had planned to, um, I would have moved everything upstairs to the new computer because it wouldn't have been able to stay down here. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> oh, um, and I, yeah. I, I announced today, uh, today is Saturday the thir- 14th, 14th. Yeah. Saturday the 14th of May. Uh, today I announced the winners of the, uh, mini talk paint competition that I ran. Um, so I'll be sending out all the prizes to those people, and I have a Discord for the painting people. So if you're interested in painting, uh, learning how to paint, asking other painters questions, sharing your work, uh, you're more than welcome to join. It is the Mini Talk Discord that is in the link tree that is in the show notes every week. So there you go. If you want to join, go ahead and join. Um, if you're from the podcast please send me a message after you're verified so I don't just auto-kick you out of the Discord because I don't want random people obviously joining the Discord. So, there you go. <laughs> All right. Into the... All right. What do you want to talk about first? The Nintendo Indie? Let's get some of the small shit out of the way, like the Pokemon Home update that you sent the, you sent the picture of. Ah, Yes. When uh, me and Lando were complaining about Pokemon and the, the different uh, versions and stuff um, and Pokemon Home and how it was going to be integrated into stuff, well, we got our answer, guys. <laughs> so you will be able to move back and forth between Diamond and Pearl, Pokemon Arceus, Pokemon Sword and Shield to and from home. You can only go to Pokemon Home from Pikachu and Eevee or the Let's Go's, Pokemon Go, and the Pokemon Bank. So that's how it's going to work. <laughs> I take it they're only allowed within their respective games. Right. Um, I'm assuming Pokemon Sword and Shield will take all of them, though. Except not all of them are in Sword and Shield. Some of the legendaries aren't. Either I mean, way, I'm you can't. Either I'm, way, you can't use them <laughs> for anything. I don't see. I don't know how the RCS home is going to work though, because oh, you just boot up home and then move it from there. Because I'm certain there are. Okay, I'm certain that there are new Pokemon that aren't coded in Sword and Shield. Like that new genie is not going to be your. Like you could put it in home, but that's not going into Sword and Shield. It could only be right. transferred into Pokemon Arceus. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. So, like, the Legion, the Legion, the region-locked ones that are specific to Arceus aren't coded into Sword and Shield, so they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to transfer. Yeah. I mean, they don't even have fucking abilities, all things considered. So, Fair. it's not like... <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. No. The only ones that would would be... Uh, Arceus and uh, Reggie Gigas, 
but remember with uh red and blue when you transferred them in to the to the bank not the bank yeah, yeah. the bank it gave Wait. you an, a, a random ability and um, no it gave them their hidden ability oh it did yeah it was always their hidden ability that way oh. you could never that way um Machamp could never have boot, uh, Fissure and have the ability no guard. Right. Because his hidden ability was steadfast. Sorry, Nintendo, that we couldn't have fucking fun with it, even though, you know, Machamp is so slow that you would have to do some setup first before you could actually, is you know, trick room really hard? Is Trick Room really hard to set up, honestly? You're likely to get have that Machamp knocked out before you could use it even in Trick Room. Fair. Cool. Um, they haven't released anything new about it, have they? They've just released it's coming in September, the new one, new ones. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't well, seen anything. Well, <clears throat> I'm not picking it up, but I think my son wants it. Well, I'm obviously buying both of them, so <laughs> I will have each game. <laughs> you can let me know how it works because uh, it looks nice, but I'm not necessarily interested. Yeah. Shit. Uh, sorry. I'm not trying to yawn on fucking the mic. God damn. Um, I guess the next small thing, not really small because it's pretty big, is uh, James Hong finally got his Hollywood star on the Hollywood like walk of fame at the, at like what he think he's like 93. I don't even know who that is. What do you mean? Big trouble, little China. He's the voice of, uh, in Diablo three of, um, what's his name. Ah, uh, he's one of the characters. He does a lot. He's, um, hold on. Where's his fucking IMDb. <laughs> he's in a bunch of shit you you would know him if you saw him if you say so I'm telling you you would alright on his wikipedia on his imdb this man has been in literally everything uh big trouble little china kung fu panda he's mr ping um Uh, poorly drawn. Star Wars Visions. He's the old man. I think Teen Titans Go. He's Turtle. Come on, did I just not click his IMDb? What the? F Don't they just give you a list instead? You have to scroll through now. All filmography. There we go. Actor. Four hundred and fifty-three things. All right. <laughs> Gremlins Secrets of Mogwai. That's in, that's coming up 2022 TV series. Hmm. Star Wars Visions, Old Man, Troll Hunters, Rise of the Titans. He was Zong Shi. Batman Soul of the Dragon. He was uh, O Sensei's voice. Space yeah, Command, Beast Mode, Teen Titans Go. Uh, let me see his older ones. 
Sherlock gnomes? He was salt shaker. <laughs> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was uh, the TV series from 2014 to 2017. He was Ho Chan. Star Wars Rebels. He was as Morrigan. He was on regular show. He was Keith, Mr. Zang, luggage handler, warlock, and manager. <laughs> Rush Hour, he was Dragon. Uh, he was in Mike Tyson's Mysteries. Mr. Ping for Kung Fu Panda, like I already said. Supermansion, he was Poe. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., he was William May. How many have you mentioned so far? A lot. He has 400. And not a single one of them. <laughs> How do you not I have know? Any fucking idea? Diablo three. He was the jeweler's voice for Reaper of Souls. God, I know most of the things you're talking about with him, and then so you don't have to convince me. You're you're, you're good, Mister Bruce. Oh, there is uh, Covetous Shen in Diablo three. Covetous Shen Archer. He was Bucky. How do you how do you not know the Kung Fu Panda one? Like at least that one. Probably because I didn't really care that much about Kung Fu Panda. In fact, I didn't even know for the longest time. Oh man, I was like <laughs> I'm telling you, if you saw him, you would know exactly who he is. <laughs> There's no way you can not know who this man is. Uh, dude, I'm trying to find everything like a little bit older. Maybe you'd recognize from that. Imagine like, something from the Colonels. That's from the fucking 80s, right? How much older do we need to go? I don't know. Uh, Daylong Wong from Jackie Chan Adventures. Wait. He's like Taigong Wong. No. Yes, we'll go with that. The long, the the long Wong, is what it's called. The long. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) He was in Charmed. He was in Charmed. He was the Zen Master. No, already. You don't need to keep belching out his fucking IMDb page. Come on, man. Like, you don't know? God. Fine. You're fine. What's his name? James Hong. 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 H-O-N-G. All right. I'll... You guys keep talking. I'm going to look this guy up. <laughs> anyway, the, so man, the man is amazing. I finally got it. Yeah, the man is amazing, and the fact that DJ Khaled got a star before him is an embarrassment. All right? That's the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of fucked, but what are you going to do? Yeah. At least it happened. At this point, that's all you can fucking hope for. At least it happened where he could be there for it. That is, I think, the most right. important. The dude's 93 years old. Like, dude, if he didn't get... Oh, man. I don't know. He deserved it. Like, that's all... That That's really what it comes down to. Is Somebody who deserved a star got a star, finally. <laughs> okay. 
Chifu from Mulan. That was the that was the guy who That was the that, that was, was the that courtier or the, or the chancellor. Yeah, he served the emperor, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I think I know him now. He's the one that gets put in every fucking film where he plays as a stereotypical Chinese guy. Sadly, Essentially. yes, but it, <laughs> I mean, he's Asian, so like at least he's representing like Asian people. <laughs> and best you can hope for at this point. Covetous. Also, what the fuck? You, have you not played Diablo three yet, Orlando? No. So in the game, there's a character called Covetous Shen who has like the most funniest interaction you will ever have with an NPC character. And that's him. Like the second uh, you, I heard his voice, I was like, damn, <laughs> I was like, that was great. <laughs> so if you ever get a chance to play that game, 10 out of 10. yeah, 10 out of 10. <laughs> all right. All right. Where do we want to go to next? Keep rolling on. Um, those are the little little things. Um, well, the, the I say we get. I say we get onto the indie world, Nintendo thing because I just want to preface the whole thing. I watched uh, Dreamcast guy's uh, reaction video to it. He was excruciatingly underwhelmed, and he's not wrong in his assessment. Anybody who who uh, knows him, Dreamcast guy is a YouTuber. He uh, he usually covers video game stuff. I have to agree with some of the points he made about about the actual indie world. It was kind of underwhelming. I was listening to it while I was at work because you know when you got nothing better to do other than fill boxes and move shit, you, you <laughs> listen to random stuff. Um, a lot of those games didn't really fucking jump out at me. There were a couple, obviously, and you know they can't all you know be super wowser things. Obviously, Gunbrella was an interesting one. Um, uh, Cult of the Lamb was interesting. That got spoiled. That got announced like a year or two ago. That was cool. Um, I think there was another one of those things. Like uh, what was it? Uh, that that one rhythm uh, over a uh, trip uh, to the Necro Dancer. I think there's it's Echoes of Star Song Full Bloom Edition. But essentially, another uh, what was it called? A, a rhythm based. Uh, uh, top-down game or something like that. I don't fucking know. They, it's, a, it's a whole genre in itself now. Those are okay. But like, another Crab's Adventure, what the... Who the fuck asked for this? Gibbon <laughs> Beyond the Trees. Meh. We are OFK. It's literally a fucking... It's a goddamn sim about running a, running a pop... Uh, a pop band. <laughs> Like, why does that need to be a fucking indie indie title in the indie world? It can be in, in uh, it has a place in the Nintendo landscape. That's not a problem. But like, is, you believe that's your best foot forward at that point? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, it's but yeah, Dreamcast, Dreamcast guy's concept on it was he's, he was underwhelmed by it. Like there was nothing there. Like middling was the way he put it, and it's like, yeah, I guess so. I think I think people were waiting for Silk Song, the the fucking uh, uh, fuck. I'm gonna forget Hollow Knight sequel. Yeah, people have been waiting for announcements on that game for a while now, and nothing's come out of it since the demo. 
and again, they, they, they can't all be winners. But like for me, like he's not wrong. There needs to be something to hook people in. And there honestly wasn't nothing about the fucking Ninja Turtles game that's going to be coming out that you and you, me and everyone's mother's going to be fucking playing. Dude, I know. You know, we're going to be online playing that. <laughs> oh, hands down. <laughs> right, Orlando? Where are we playing I don't that shit multiplayer style? I don't Damn think that's that... fucking right. We'll be like, does that count it'll as be indie, like going though? back to the 80s all over again? Does that count as indie, though? That's my question. Because if yes, the... because it's not, it's not technically being made by Konami. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. <laughs> That's the loophole. That is the loophole. Well, no, it's not. I'm not saying there needs to be a loophole to it. I just wasn't sure what the like what made because sometimes what we consider like Cuphead is technically an indie game, but if that studio develops something else now, it's no longer an indie game. It's a developed studio. It's not studio. an indie game because it's already established itself as a giant colossal team. Technically, right. the reason why Konami would be considered a AAA title is because it's such a fucking large ass company. And to be fair, we only know that the Ninja Turtles game wasn't going to be made by Konami because it wasn't a fucking pachinko machine. <laughs> a pachinko machine. <laughs> he's not wrong. No, he's not. That's why it's funny. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Pachinko action! Oh my god. Uh, look, you know that if they could legally, they would sell gambling to children. Oh, uh, for sure. If they want, if they had the chance. And they would solely abuse it with Ninja Turtles action. <laughs> we all know it. We Let's not fucking kid ourselves here. No, you are you are right. You yeah. are right. I'm not telling. I'm. Not, I will never say that's wrong. <laughs> I only lie to myself to get up in the morning. I don't go any further than that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, hey, like know. they do the indie direct. They do the um, the indie uh, direct. Probably like what, like once every three months. You can't ask for a hit every time you know what i mean like you're good you're gonna get fucking barbie horse adventures eventually you know what i'm saying no one is well, saying, the indie equivalent no one is saying right. that through an indie title we're expecting a bombshell of a game for people to to drool over for the next six months no but that's what i'm saying we're just the expectation at least a few games that are you know worth a fucking damn yeah, but that's the problem is that the expectation has been set so high and Nintendo backs all all of their indie creators to the point where like obviously you have like the you have this. Like if at any time Nintendo was like, "Nah, your games don't look good enough." Like I think that's a problem. But they've been so supportive of like the indie developing community that like you're going to have flops. You're just going to have it. So the the expectation has already been like set, I think, way too high. I don't know. I think there are games that are out there that Nintendo would gladly say no to, but that's probably they more do afterwards, on and they take what them the off content the is rather than the quality of said content. Like that one game on Steam that was banned because it was about a ha- a school shootout like four or five years ago. That one, and then there's the dating simulators. Remember those used to be on the Nintendo eShop on the Switch. Until, yep. they, until they took those down too. So, <laughs> like that's a Nintendo does it to the, a fault, I think. 
is that they they back all the indie creators, which I mean, you you wouldn't have games like um Morbid or um Blood Cursed or Cyber Shadow. Cyber yeah, Cyber Shadow. You wouldn't have games like that if Nintendo didn't offer them a platform to put it on. I mean, I these games do come out for like PlayStation and Xbox. And when was the last time you saw Sony and, and Microsoft do anything for the indie community other than put them in the eShop? Or Steam for that matter. And Steam used to be really good about it, but Nintendo, like, they do these little directs, so you know that they're these games are coming out. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Nintendo look, gets a cut look, out of it. But. All, all Valve does <laughs> is take what's ever in the fucking fridge and just eat and just stuffs it down their fucking corrupted ass mouth holes. They're no longer they're no longer developers. They're they're just feeding their their giant fat wallets. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> they just let the money roll in. And Nintendo, I get your point. Like they're the equivalent of they're the equivalent of that nice gym coach who gives stars to and A's to everybody for effort, even though they don't try at all. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, they do like Child of Light, awesome game. Fucking um, like you said, morbid, blood curse. That that whole episode we did with um, fuck, I forgot his name. Not Charlie. Charlie? Not Charlie. Oh, that was Cedric. Cedric. With Cedric. Um, where we we talked about our favorite indie games. Like that episode would have never happened if Nintendo didn't push indie games. <laughs> I still gotta fucking play Celeste. I yeah, I, I have so many good fucking things about it. I haven't downloaded it. it yet. So I don't know. It's but like I said, like <clears throat> you're not gonna Oh, the fuck! Did they put out another Space Marine uh, trailer for Space Marine Two? They released another trailer for that. Is it out yet? Nice. I don't know. Let me see. No one can accuse us of being scripted. That's for fuck sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. <laughs> what? What the fuck is professionalism? I don't know. We're 50 plus into this and there's no real reason for us to continue uh, to, to, you know, not cease what's working at this point. We're doing so damn good with it. Yeah. Right. Um, Run it into a wall. Yeah, no, it was just, it was announced in December, but there's no release date for it yet, but they, they just released a second trailer for it and it looks fucking phenomenal. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Oh, Whatever's wow. clever. Uh, it's all exciting to me. I know, exactly. But even still, like, Sony but, and Microsoft, that's supposed to be Sony and Microsoft, ex- like, ex- not exclusives, but for them, so it's not going to come to the Switch, and it's not going to be on Steam. Well, it's going to be on Steam because Microsoft. Eh, okay, whatever. But you don't see Microsoft and Sony pushing that game, and that's basically an indie developer. <laughs> yeah, it's got a big right. name behind it, but it's still an indie developer. Wait, let me see. Is it indie this time? <laughs> I could be wrong on that. Now I got to look it up again. Talking out your ass again. My goodness. I could be. I could be. Developer Saber Interactive. It's Saber Interactive. Never heard of them. Their parent company is Embracer Group. 
Also never heard of it. Yeah, you just spat a million there, friend. My goodness. I know. Okay, games developed. Will Rock, Time Shift, Battle Los Angeles, Halo Combat Evolved, Aversion, what? God Mode, Halo Master Chief Collection, Halo Online, NBA Playgrounds, Quake Champions, World of Speed, Armored Warfare, Bass Pro Shop, The Strike, <laughs> Cabela's The Hunt, uh, NBA 2K. We sure, we're, we're not talking about Bungie, are we? No, these are the games that her, these are the titles from the developer. Oh, for, are they, hold on. Oh, hold on. no, okay. we're, we're at that was okay. No, 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 that's the the developer, the publisher is Focus Entertainment. It's a different, different, there you go. Yeah, okay. This is their first game. <laughs> Products, City Life Series, Pro Cycling Manager, uh, Trackmania, War Game Series. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have shit <laughs> for <laughs> the developer. Okay. The developer, the developer is the same developer as those other games. Makes sense. Okay. I don't know. I think. I think. I think. Okay. Going back to going all the way back to what I was talking about, backtracking a bit. I honestly think his perception on things more has to do with the fact that Nintendo directs are so rare that when they do like an indie world, the expectation is for them there to be some massive hit that they're dropping. I can see that. But yeah. it didn't feel that way. It didn't feel that way this time. Yeah. And, and again, people Nintendo fans are finicky and are fickle creatures in general. But like I I'm, I agree with him cuz like listening to the stuff that was coming out is like even the descriptions I'm like this is so middling. What the fuck? Is the are, are we finally seeing a, like an end to all the full steam ahead that the indie co developers have been putting out, or is this just like a low a low bar right now because it's only May? Like my expectations for summer, like summer games, is pretty fucking high because like the stuff that comes out is usually amazing at that point. Like especially like the middle part of of the summertime. Fuck, the goddamn Ninja Turtles collection isn't even coming out until fucking quarter four. We're not getting that until December. And you know what's coming out like, around that time. We're... Dude, we're going to get... I fucking hate this year, dude. I hate this year because we're, dude, gonna... we're getting... We're getting the fucking new Ninja Turtles game before we get the compilation of the old Ninja Turtles games. How the fuck are you striking that, that cold with the iron? Wouldn't you want that out first? Dude, we're getting all of these games at the in the fourth quarter. Every single one of them. God of War, the new Pokemon... Fucking the Turtles collection. Fucking, um, I, I wouldn't doubt if Space Marine came out in the fourth quarter right now. Like, this is insane. Like, all I feel like all of the big titles are coming in the winter time. I don't know, oh, man. And we still, and we're still having chip shortage issues. Thankfully, Nintendo's starting to deal with them because I've been seeing a lot of, uh, more, uh, the, the, Portable switches and the OLEDs on store shelves, so that's coming back. Yep. They've been substituting uh, metal chips with wood ones. <laughs> what is conductive? You do what you got to do. 
but no. No, they're um, just inspired from Donkey Kong. Uh, fair enough. But yeah, Sony is still having fucking troubles with their with a lot of the new shit that they're coming out. And we're now seeing a bunch of the YouTube creators going, why is, you know, Sony needs to phase out, uh, you know, PlayStation 4. And why? Xbox needs to phase out the old Xbox One. Like, you know, get, you know, move on to the new stuff. It's like, dude, there's still people who still don't even have those fucking systems yet. Scalpers what the fuck are you talking have, about? Scalpers will sit on them until Sony floods the shelves. I am telling you right now. Like, oh, of course. It, why wouldn't you can't You cannot get rid of these systems. If God of War, the God, the new God of War, doesn't have a PS4 version, I'm going to be pissed because nobody, nobody, there's the, with all the sales they've made, there are very few people still that I know that have a PS5. They have to develop it for the PS4. They cannot just release it for the PS5. Like that has to be on the table still. They're on. Oh yeah, they're Fuck on a yeah, lose lose situation though. They need to start putting in more investment into the PS5, not just because of the fact that it's their newest console, but they also have to, you know, market towards the small, the small uh, uh, mass of audience that actually has the console. But they also can't. Can, they can't ignore. Um, the majority of the PS4 owners, who the majority of them don't have a PS5. And the longer they maintain um, the PS4, the worse it's going to be for the PS5, well, which the, is already hanging on a thread at this point. Here's the... Here's the what the fuck just happened? God damn it. What's going on now? I can't hear myself. I... What the hell just happened? Wait, wait, wait. You can't hear yourself? Yeah, I can't. I could not hear my... What the fuck? Now it's coming in and out. Ugh. All right, there we go. I fixed it. Anyway, um, so Sorry. the problem... the Yeah, the fucking headset, man. I swear to God. I can't get anything to fucking work anymore. <laughs> Um, the problem I think they're going to run into is, um, so they say when a new system comes out, it has a five-year run, right? Obviously, some systems have five, long, to seven. five to seven years. They've already burned two full years on this system between COVID and all of the scalpers and the chip shortages. Like they've already lost two years. So unless they're trying to drag it out for nine, like Sony needs to get something together. Same thing with Microsoft, but Xbox ones, you can find a little bit easier right now. So Xbox doesn't really suffer. Plus Xbox does a lot of PC sales. So well, like, yeah, because of this one of the same. So in the right. end, they're just, it's, it's the one instance where the, the company is literally giving the uh the console gamers uh the scraps because most of their most of their money comes from uh PC sales. Right, but what I'm saying is is that I have like the Xbox Game Pass, so I can play my games on my computer, right? Where Sony players don't have that option. So if you're not playing on a PS4 and you're playing on a PS5, like you're not you're losing stuff. So if you only develop for the PS5, and you you you've conceded you've lost two years, 
and you just want to keep pressing forward, like that's where I think you're going to lose. Sony's going to lose a lot, a lot of market share. That's all I'm saying. I can see that. <laughs> Does that make sense? That you, have, you have to imagine that they aren't the only ones who are suffering with that, though. And I think, like, like I said, they're the ones who are suffering front and center because their problems are the most widely right. reported on right now because the scalping was so bad on the on the initial. Right. Yeah. Which is that... fucking perplexing why it happened now, or why it happened when it did. When any the other doc. generation, there were there wasn't that problem. Mr. Ping was the duck? Yeah. Poe's dad. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. I know you know who he is. Like, I know you know who he is. <laughs> you pretend- know, the irony is, is that considering, <laughs> the, considering of all how many... Chinese roles this guy has played. I'm surprised he was never recruited into like a Dynasty Warriors game. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I could not tell you. <laughs> but still, like, okay. So sorry. I, right. I just had to look that up. <laughs> well, yeah, you told us you were looking it up while we were talking about it. But the um, I don't know. I think Sony needs to figure their shit out. Like, they either have to. I don't know. I, I, how do you fix it? How do you fix it? Chip shortage is going to be your biggest thing, which is causing the scalper problem. Do you stop sales? Do you stop production until you get chips and then just mass drop it? Or what do you do? What do you do? I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's for that's a question for them. I wish I knew the answer to it. I really do. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, have I wouldn't want to be Sony right now. Or at least, or at least somebody working in the not the warehouse, but somebody like some of the engineers or at the top level. Like I don't know if I want to be in their position right now, because as much as they're perv- perv- like performing as far as like sales, it's not genuine sales. They're sales to scalpers that are holding the product. So I mean, unless they're lying to themselves, if they're lying to themselves, then they don't give a shit about the people who play their system. So. <laughs> Well, after two years, you would think that they would have already dealt with this, but considering, I mean, well, no, because at can, the beginning you of can this very year, well, make the argument that they don't really care at the as begin- long as they get their pay at the end, right? Because at the beginning of this year, in um, I think it, right at the end of the first quarter or whatever their quarter was, they put out a tweet saying that they've sold more systems than ever before, like their sales are showing high sales. And everybody in the Twitter thread was like, yo, the, nobody has them. All of the scalpers have them. Like, you didn't sell them to actual people. You sold them to people that are holding them on shelves. Hmm, that sounds an interest. That sounds <laughs> rather similar to a good old Activision Blizzard. Right. Speaking of which. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think I know where you're going. You heard about the leak, right? What yeah. they did with Overwatch or Overwatch 2 to be exact. No. Apparently, so what they're doing in Activision Blizzard is that they are categorizing uh, their characters based on diversity. I did not hear that. Yeah, they have an entire program system that categorizes several different uh, physical and uh, physical and ideological at- uh, attributes. 
okay. I the like, only thing I've heard done. about is the the new World of Warcraft expansion. So Microsoft literally bought them and they're continuing to do the same thing. So Microsoft didn't change anything. Microsoft just bought the team and said, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> but all of them, I suppose. Yeah, no, it's fair. But at least now you know that the piece of shit, the piece of shit people are all gone. So. True. Very true. So if anything, they, yeah. they, they literally <clears throat> saved Activision Blizzard. <laughs> That's what they did. And now they're going to be making money again. So good on them. So. Overwatch is one of those... it isn't just delaying the inevitable. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it, now that it's a Microsoft proper, I don't think they'll lose it. They'll give it up that easily, or fold it. I don't know. Between Apex Legends and Overwatch, I feel like a lot of those games. I think even Valorant, maybe any any of those like Rumble games with cat like with characters, like specific characters, they all have some sort of diversity like all of the all of those developers have been talking about it since the development of the game and even the voice actors like um blood hunt i think they said like blood hunt is i forgot what 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 she what that character is but it's part of like the lgbtq community (laughs) it's and like it's not in your face. It's just like the voice actor is just like, yeah, that's this is what the character is, and this is what the director told me. So <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so who knows? I mean, I, I still I still find it funny though because it's like they're trying their damnedest. It's almost like they're trying their damnedest to push that to your face while trying to hide the fact that they still have sexual assault lawsuits going on. The only reason I have an issue with it is because it's the wrong style game. You know what I'm saying? Like, who cares what anything is in a shooting game? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, if there was more story to the game, maybe I would care more. But honestly, they, they could do whatever they want to the game and say whatever they want the characters to be or, you know. Ultimately, to, I never yeah. care. I never cared. I don't play fucking Overwatch. I don't really give a shit about it. I, yeah, it's just another shooter game. It's never been my thing. Yeah, so. it's just another shooter game. So it's like, but if it was like a, a Last of Us style game, um, I can see why it could have a part of the story. But I, I mean, I don't know. I, it, it's just I feel like in games like the shooter games, it's more of like a tokenization than it is like an actual like step towards like diversity you know what i mean like they're just using it to get well i can understand their idea though it could be like you know just some you know some good old-fashioned trivia you know because it's not like shoot it's not like shooters haven't had or i should say stylized shooters haven't had um characters in which you would you know be able to re- uh, relate or j- just for their type of character. Team Fortress 2 is an example yeah. where you had all these different types of characters and it's not like you didn't, needed to know absolutely everything about them, but just having little nods and details about them gave you a better uh, sense of connection to those characters. And I think that was probably the goal when it came to the uh, 
uh, to the Overwatch cast. But I think because they pushed very hard on those particular attributes, it makes it look almost like that's literally all that matters about them. Yeah, yeah, that's these. Yeah, I think we're saying the same thing, just in a different way, I think. <laughs> I <don't> because <laughs> we are in sync and yet only one of us knows what the fuck to say and i'm not even cl- saying myself it's because we've all had that fancy bacon <laughs> i haven't thought mine out yet i gotta do that at some point you still haven't had it yet it's good bacon drew <laughs> very good bacon i believe you i believe you <sighs> I opened up the wrong answer. All right, Shit. What, what's next on the what's next on the docket here? All right. uh, okay, Nickelodeon All Stars. You know that you one go. game that you know that I was going to get and never ended up getting. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I think all of us so did the same thing. They've yeah. decided to re- <laughs> um, they've announced their uh, their DLC, and amongst them that was released today, or uh, or I should say maybe yesterday. I don't know. They. They released uh, XJ9 from My Life as a Teenage Robot as a playable character today. And if you've never heard of that show before, you probably were not born. You were probably born way before me or way after. Because it's a... Both of those things can be true. That is true. It it was a show from from the early 2000s. And it has a cult following. And I was pretty hyped for that. Like, that's... That's a although I am surprised they didn't she wasn't amongst the initial roster, but I guess given how it is a children's game that's probably appealing to kids of today and not me as a child, I guess that makes a sense that she was only added after words, but they are adding Hugh Neutron from Jim from from Jimmy Neutron, so. You know, that should be interesting because Nigel Thornberry is also in the game and he was part of the base roster. So you gotta appreciate the fact that they definitely lean hard into the memes there. That's I, I think I'm that was almost, the whole point. For certain that's exactly <laughs> why they fucking did it. Honestly, like <laughs> it's for uh, for the style of game and how cartoony it looks, like dude, they have to lean into it. Like you've got what you've got cat dog, you've got fucking SpongeBob, <laughs> like I don't know. Yep. I think I think leaning into it is how they should approach it. Yeah. For sure. It works. It works on it it works well as long as they don't go overboard like Cartoon Network's fucking attempt at it, and I think we'll be good. Oh, was that Battle Crashers? Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That was a fucking mess. I did not like that one. <laughs> I'm gonna lie. <laughs> and they had, uh, had good, and the roster at least was decent. But they just it, it's it's like PlayStation All Stars. They they fucked up on the gameplay. Oh man, too many people. Here's the problem with copycat style games: too many people try to catch that lightning in a bottle, and they will never do it the same way that the more popular game does it. This is how it is. <laughs> because if you try to if you try to build no, copy uh, a particular game, it's going to end up being compared to it. Oh, and if you yeah. can't deliver 
if you if you can't deliver, it's 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 going to make it that much it's failure that much worse. Oh, 100 percent. Which kind of brings us into our next topic. Is the evil lineup. And what game is not going to be there? <laughs> uh, well, go over what's there first, and then we'll we'll, we'll twist the knife in because you know we, we want to make sure that it doesn't heal correctly. Yeah, <laughs> we want to make sure that the fan fan base knows for sure that they're getting screwed. Um, okay, so the evil lineup: you've got Street Fighter Five, obviously, um, Guilty Gear Strive, which there's no way I can see that one not making it, honestly. MK11, which I'm confused about, but I get it because uh, it's the newest Nether uh, Realms game. Yeah, if you want to call it new, it's what, like four years old now? Yeah, but you either have that or you have Injustice. So that it makes sense that one was there instead of Injustice or Injustice 2 or whatever it is. Well, this is my bias here. Considering how Injustice 2 plays better than MK11, I would have gone with Injustice 2. Okay, fair. Uh, Tekken 7. And then the last couple of them are actually I'm shocked about. Not really shocked, but I'm shocked there's not other titles that are going to be there instead of them. So King of Fighters uh, 15 makes sense. Oh, yeah. That one makes sense. Melty Blood. Melty Blood, I can see why it's there, but it. I don't know if it should be there. Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which I think should be like one of the main games grand blue fantasy and then skull girls that one's that one's a straight out of nowhere skull girls i can see why it's there but i like where is like blaze blue where is um what is killer it instinct Ki- you know, not killer instinct killer instinct that hasn't been there in forever um, I don't care. It should have been in it. That's Marvel. Marvel versus Capcom. Where's that one? Uh, they don't have any of like the older games outside of obviously, I guess, MK11. <laughs> I don't know. But that's your lineup. So if you have been paying attention, the game that's not there is a Nintendo title. <laughs> the one, the only Smash Bros. Ultimate. Or any Smash Bros. for that matter. None of it will be there. Yeah, none. <laughs> not, a, not a fucking one. Yeah, and it's... So, when the first when they first announced some of the lineup, they did put out like a release on it, and they basically said that Nintendo's running their own event. I don't see that happening. They keep mentioning they're going to have like uh, their own tournament and stuff like that, but... <sighs> They barely do the Splatoon ones. So it's like the Splatoon ones are not as big. Obviously, you have the Pokemon company that runs the Pokemon events. So I can't see a full event only based around Smash Bros. I can't. I like I don't uh, I you need side games and you need these other titles. I'm not saying Smash Bros is a bad game. Don't think I'm saying that at all. But if you're running an event, you need these side events because otherwise all you're doing is watching people play Smash Bros, which makes Splatoon unfun. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you going to run it side by side with a Splatoon tournament? Like, Splatoon tournaments are nowhere near as big. Smash Bros tournaments are nowhere near as big. 
But when you combine all of these fighting games, you have huge events. That's why you have Evo. Well, then it looks like there's only one thing left to do. Nintendo, you know what you got to do. You need to dust off that old wrestling idea and make a Nintendo <laughs> theme wrestling game. <laughs> Come on. I know you can do it. You're making a new ch- uh, Mario Strikers. Why not bring back that idea? You already pissed off the fans by excluding Daisy out of the fucking roster. They get, oh my God. They, the, if they want to take esports seriously and stop being casual, they need to come out with something. They need to. They don't want to. They don't want to take esports seriously, dude. They have no fucking right. interest. They haven't had any interest in it. And honestly, the thing with it for me is, I'm wondering if this is a like a a, a dig at Nintendo in general. Because let's be honest, their net code is absolute fucking garbage. It has been since the beginning, since it was, since this game's been out. I know this because I watched a bunch of uh, Smash Brother YouTubers in the past couple of years, and th- like that's the one bitching complaint that they always have. Like this is just ridiculous. The, the quality, quality shit right here. But the gameplay's fine in person. You see what right. I'm saying? So how is that a dig? I get it. This is Nintendo saying that they don't want to be there. This isn't Evo saying they don't want them. No, no. Wait, Nintendo doesn't want to be there or Evo doesn't want them there? Nintendo doesn't want to be there. Evo has has refused to participate. Yeah, Nintendo refused to participate. Evo, Evo wanted them there. Nintendo said no. That's even fucking weirder. What the hell? Evo is owned by Sony I mean, now. Evo is owned oh, by Sony. Oh, oh, well, then you answered your own question, now, didn't you? Right, but do you see what I'm saying? Though it's like this is your game. This is your title. You know it has a strong fan base. Why wouldn't you put it on the stage? Just because it's Sony? Because, like Sony's because, not taking the yes, game from you the, because of the enmity. Because of the yeah. enmity. All right. Dude, it's the enmity. We have seen this Dude. from Sony themselves. Remember, when it came to their reluctance to cross-play, Nintendo yeah, but... is feeling something similar for their fighting game. Yeah, but you have to remember that Microsoft forced the uh, forced their Sony's hand into cross-play because the Microsoft Nintendo like. Um, and who is going to force Nintendo's hand to do the same? Nobody, because then Nintendo only cares about themselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so all we're do, yeah. all we're seeing, all we're witnessing, is the natural conclusion. If Sony um, had no, had no one uh, to compete with, yeah, yeah. They could, they, I, like they could said, have at I least think, put Nintendo. I think this is a long-running enmity between them. Yeah, they could have. They could have at least put Nickelodeon in its place. <laughs> yeah, oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. Nickelodeon All Stars and Brawlhalla and that other indie oh, Smash yeah. that I don't I know. I forgot about, about Brawl. Brawlhalla was there last year, wasn't it? I swear, Brawlhalla was. 
This would be a Cedric question because Cedric is our fucking Evo guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, that dude is a, is ridiculously good. What Evo twenty twenty one lineup? Because it's twenty twenty two, right? They had a twenty twenty one. I'm positive. Okay. Game lineup. Here we go. Yeah. I'm saying because of the, because of the longstanding enmity between them since back in the the super 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 nin PlayStation times when Nintendo went, you know what? We're gonna go with Philips CDI instead of you, and then what? Why? Be like, because we're not getting a good enough deal out of this. What the fuck, dude? They're one of the better manufacturers. I don't give a shit. Fuck them. And then Sony went, well, fuck you too. And then immediately became a fucking powerhouse in the scene. I know, I, I, I know that there, you either owned a PlayStation or you owned a fucking N64. There was no in between. There was the one, you know, off person who had a goddamn Saturn, but they, they were few and far between. Oh, okay. So 2021 was done. That one guy, for whatever reason, who owned a fucking Atari Jaguar. Yeah, 2021 was done yeah. online, so that one's not going to count. 2020, they didn't have one, so Evo 2019 would have been the last one. Hmm. I wonder if that has anything to do with that one particular pandemic that is unable to be said due to the censors. We're not, we're not fucking censored. Say, say COVID. We don't give a shit. I've already said COVID. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I was playing it as a joke, you jackasses. All right. So, Blaze Blue Cross Tag, Soul Calibur 6, Samurai Showdown, Street Fighter 5. Samurai Showdown is not going to be there because it's an Xbox thing. So, that makes sense. Really? I would have thought it was because they already have an SNK title in there and they're trying to promote King of Fighters. That could be too. That could be too. Yeah. The landscape's changed, changing though, and I think at this point it just is what it is. Okay, so I should Smash reach out Bros. to Cedric at some point Smash. and actually do like another fighting game centric. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, Street oh, Fighter Five, Tekken Seven. Uh, Dra- well, maybe if we DBZ get more Fighters. information on Street Fighter Six. Blaze Blue Cross Tag, Soul Calibur Six, Under Night, uh, In Birth. Samurai Showdown, MK11, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and that's it. And no Melee. Yeah, no, Melee wasn't there. Thank Thank fucking God. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, so it looks like... Put to rest. Souls of the Damned can finally rest. Melee did not make it to a fucking Evo. It hasn't been that any more Evos after that either. It won't. It won't ever be now. Well, and the the shit with Nintendo and that one situation we've already talked about in a previous episode. I think the melee focus has kind of fallen away almost completely now. I think that shit's more of an underground thing now. I don't think there's. I'm sure there's still tournaments and shit that happen, but like they're not nearly as advertised now. Well, it kind of makes sense because when you're training on a particular game for like 15 years, you're gonna really you're gonna feel a bit salty if the one tournament that normally hosts it decides to stop hosting it. 
<laughs> yeah. Screw that. I don't know. So here's here's hoping Nintendo comes up with their own shit pretty soon because um you're gonna have a lot of they might actually end up killing their own game at this point. I mean, come on. First it's Smash, then Splatoon, then Mario Strikers, Mario Kart. Like make it a make it a giant competitive seed with all sorts of different fucking Nintendo Mario, games. Mario Golf. You could even have competitive Mario Party. <laughs> or you, yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are people who perfect fucking Mario Party games all the fucking time. I don't see why not. And it'd be even more yeah. hectic since the boards are complete bullshit. Yeah, that's true. This is true. I don't know. And again. Going back, they can go always revive that old that, that old scrapped idea. Get that Nintendo Wrestling Federation ready, man. I'm, I'm not sorry. gonna lie, that would be funny. I, I, I just want to see them go down a fucking <laughs> the fucking ring and doing like old school golden age wrestling fucking taunts and wrestling moves and shit, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. I can see be fucking Waluigi being Hulk Hogan and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wal- Waluigi dropping the pedigree. <laughs> there you go. Oh man. That'd be too and funny. And since Wario already has that butt thing going for him, he does Rikishi stinky face. Yeah, he could. That would totally be. <laughs> god damn it. Mario can drop the people's elbow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Luigi does the stone cold stunner. <laughs> it's like a reskin of a WWE game. Pretty, pretty, pretty straightforward. I like it. Why not? Ten out of ten. Yeah, exactly. All right. So last but certainly not least, other than rage, because I'll get to that at the end. <laughs> Watsy oh, had spoiled um, well they started spoiling some stuff from Baldur's Gate even though <laughs> our one TikTok friend did that in spades prior um, they started spoiling shit that he didn't spoil yet which is I guess a fine thing and I mean it, it's cool it's another tiefling character in Grixis who does shit with uh, single target spells that makes them target one thing from every player or at one of every player. So that's kind of cool. Um, <sighs> but this wouldn't be the angry war gamer. If we didn't talk about 40 K. <laughs> yep. Yep. So this is where the two worlds fucking collide here. Um, so the release date they're giving us is August 12th for the uh, Warhammer meets magic commander decks, which is going to be awesome. So these boxes look different. I don't know if you noticed that. They don't look like the normal commander boxes. They look like the uh like the Zendikar commander boxes. But there's like what, five of them? Yeah. 1 2 3 four. Oh, there's, no, four. there's only four of them. There's four of them. So the four that they have are Tyranid Swarm, uh Forces of the Imperium, uh Necron Dynasties, and the ruinous powers. 
and the ruinous powers got leaked as the commander. It's Abaddon the Despoiler, so that one's cool. Um, Hell yeah! And the colors are what blue, black, red. So what is that? Jund? No. Grixis. Grixis. Yeah, the Grixis colors. Or maestro, or maestros if you're into uh, New Capenna. Yeah, and then the forces of the Imperium. They sh- they show the colors. Oh, Necrons is black only. Those okay. So they've released all the colors. Necron is pure black. No, no, it's not. It's uh, blue. It's hold on. It just shows black on the thing. Uh, no, no. Um, it's the Tyranid Swarm is blue, green, red. Yeah. The forces of the Imperium is white, blue, black. Um, then or you, you said Necron. I thought you said Tyranid. Yeah, Necron is just pure black, which is fucking bizarre. Right. And then uh, Grixis for uh, for ruinous powers. Yep. It's and uh, they're going to have two versions of the commanders. There's going to be a collector's edition commander deck and a regular one. Theory goes that the collector's editions are going to be all foil, which good fucking luck with that. With the way that foils curl, those things aren't going to be worth a score to piss in the rain. They're just not. They're not going to be worth a fucking thing. The only sealed movie. They said that these individual cards will be legal in Commander, Legacy, and Vintage. Uh-huh. I want to kind of see what's in them. Um, I'm just happy they made a blood for the blood god card and did the exclamation point. It looks fucking gorgeous. The collector's edition will come fully foiled and with never before seen surge foil. And has the yeah, same, they're doing a different foiling. The same card content. All right, cool. So the preview begins yes. uh, the 26th. They said, but they've kind of already started July 26th. The secret layer drop is 12 to the 22nd, and that's 40k August 12th to the 22nd. Worldwide release is August 12th, and then launch weekend is the 12th to the 14th. So they have a secret layer going with it, too. I didn't know that. I thought it was just the commander deck. Yeah, there's going to be uh secret layer X Warhammer 40k orcs. Secret Lair X Warhammer Age of Sigmar and Secret Lair X Blood Bowl are the drops. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> is that is that the cry of somebody who's gonna be throwing money at their screen? Yeah, I mean it's 40k. I have to. I didn't want to okay, so with the price releases the price increases, I have bought zero new capenna. Zero. I told myself I will only purchase commander stuff that I am interested in. Beyond that, I am not purchasing Magic Proper product again. I hey, man, to... do what you gotta do. It's just the, the stupid price increases, man. I'm not gonna, like, uh, you're paying $25 normally for a collector's pack, which, first off, I don't buy anyway. I buy draft packs. But you're not, you're not guaranteed shit in draft packs anymore. So, it's like, you have... I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Because then you're looking at what, like 30 bucks and then 30 bucks for a collector's pack at least now with the price increases. 
I'm like, I, I'm not doing it. Yeah, Target Target was tw- Target was 29 for for there. So yeah, it's about right. Yeah. So no, like the fuck, man. Like, <laughs> and that's not including so, that's not including like actual. That's not including uh, what's it called? Specialist pro? Well, not special. I guess special product. Specialist product, which is like the Commander Legends, Modern Horizons, the the Master sets. Like, yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. Well. Well, the other sport. Well, this leads into the other spoiler we were going to talk about. Yeah. So the other thing that got spoiled was the new double masters that'll be coming out as well. And we have oh, they only spoiled four cards, and they have different alternates for one of them. Actually, got two two that had different alternates. Um, so the four cards spoiled for double masters are Bring the Light, Weathered Wayfarer. Uh, Ren and Six, which we all knew about because they showed the the uh, promotional material for the box art, and Ren and Six was the box art. So Ren and Six currently, I think, is sitting at like a hundred bucks. So you'll see that price drop at least sub one hundred for a bit. Obviously, the uh, the better versions are going to be worth more, but you know it is what it is. And then they're not doing Liliana of the Veil like they usually do for the master sets. This time it's Liliana of the Last Hope. Liliana of the Last Hope. So. Which is also a good one that's also played in modern, so it's fine. That that, that works. Right. But like the like, we're getting to the audacity of this bitch scenarios with because we were talking you were talking about collectors boosters, Jay, and yeah, masters the master sets collectors boosters are some of the most absurd fucking adventures that have been taken. <laughs> Last year when or was the year before when they did the double the original double masters. Where they had the VIP booster, which was a single fucking booster for a hundred goddamn dollars. Oh fuck that! What the fuck? Yeah, who bought there that? Was, you were getting, who bought that? I want to know who, you outside getting, of an influencer, who the fuck bought that product? Dude, I went to a Target. They had three of them on the shelf. They had the security uh, uh, containers around them, and the t- second time I came up there, they're all fucking gone. So either someone's stealing them or they're buying them. I hope I, I hope no one's throwing their money against the wall for that. Because I've seen people crack those fucking things. Supposedly you're guaranteed at least one box topper in the pack, which I guess is a selling point. Maybe you have the potential to get two. But who the fuck's buying these things? If you're buying them for value, you're likely going to be buying them from the from a distributor, you're going to be ripping them for value. If you're buying them as a personal collector, I bought one Double Masters pack, pack, and I pulled a Maze of Ith and a Pattern of Rebirth. And it's like this wasn't even worth the fucking money for the pack. <laughs> I mean, I was happy That's to the... get a Maze of Ith, but at the same time, what the fuck, dude? That's what I'm saying. And now we That's... get to the weird. Dude, we get to the weird shit with the collector's boosters now. For this set, a single fucking collector's booster is $55. Yeah, that's... <laughs> double For over double the price cards. of a normal... Yeah, no. It's not... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're right, you're right. The master sets should not have been creeping up in price the way that they were, and they do it every fucking time. And because they're under the guise of, oh, well, you're getting two rares or mythics in each pack plus two foils, they th- they can sh- they think they can charge up the ass for it. And it's just like, people keep paying the fucking price for this, so there's nothing that can stop them. They're still right. They're still making record profits. 
Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, this is ridiculous. Who the fuck is buying all this shit other than Rudy from Alpha Investments? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, nobody's buying this stuff. I, obviously, the stores are. Because at some point, somebody's going to be well, like, what? oh, there's something in there, and I really want it. And the price jumped up in price. And, I, I you know, I, I have a chance of getting this stuff. Dude, stop. Just stop. Go find somebody that can get you a link and print your fucking proxies. Because I swear to fucking God, this game is going to kill itself. <laughs> well, it, it, eventually, we it's going to get of missing out. Yeah, FOMO. But the, the, the thing is, there, there's going to be a market burst. And when it happens... It's not an if, it's a when. It may take until until uh, MTG become, turns 30 next year, which will fucking make me feel even older. <laughs> but it may, be, it may be five years down the line. They, this is unsustainably bad. And the more that they keep pushing and pushing the prices and the more they keep pushing their secret layers, the more they keep pushing all their other dumb, obtuse bullshit with their rarities – with their fucking MSRP, which apparently is coming back for double masters. I don't know why, but supposedly <laughs> the rumor is, is they're actually putting MSRP on that, which is fucking confusing. They, they finally raised the price high enough where they can make the same amount of money that LGS is due. <laughs> they, don't, they don't give a fuck about LGS. Oh dude, my, God. My, my buddy's yeah. my buddy's high is completely fucking stepped away from NTG stuff. Unless someone specifically asks him for boxes. Or he buys them himself. He's not buying any more product, and he stopped making his binders that he usually puts his, uh, you know, bulk rares and and uncommons in because he's just so fucking tired of having to keep up with making binders. Does he, he had still to do sell it. Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, no, he does not. Crap. Uh, my other LGS does. So. <laughs> so what does he do then? Did he just move into miniatures? He's been oh, well. Forty K uh, GW gave him new shelving for his uh, for his stuff. He's actually getting a decent amount of stuff in for that um, board games. He's just divorce diversifying. He's making sure that he's not one hundred percent in MTG anymore because it's not fucking vi- financially viable for him. Smart, smart, dude, dude. Ripping packs is not something that that LGSs do anymore. They'll do trade ins because that way they can build their collections doing that. But they absolutely are tired of doing it because they're not getting the, the EVs on the boxes are not worth it. The set booster boxes aren't coming. Are, dude, you can't rip a set booster box and pull fucking value anymore. You'll get some some stuff like Kamigawa. I pulled good shit out of. And then, you know, you have the shit where they put the super ultra mega hidden, you know, super right. double handshake, oh you know, chase rare that they have in the collector's boosters. That red fucking uh, hated super with the all consuming. The red, red, the neon red one that's foil is sold on eBay for five grand. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> it's it's on TCG nope. player. It's buy list pricing. I think is like nineteen hundred dollars. It's the same fucking card. It's insane. Who 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 yeah, is it's, it's, whatever? <laughs> like I said. Like I've said before, whoever the whales are that are supporting this fucking game, good on you. Keep spending your money, but holy shit, dude. And now random cards are starting to jump up in New Capenna that I didn't even think were that fucking powerful. There's a card called Ledger Shredder 
that apparently in Pioneer and in Modern is a, is a fucking powerhouse. It's like like 13 or 14 bucks right now, and it's still creeping up higher. I have two copies of the fucking card. I just have them. They were fucking, I thought they'd be bulk, but nope. They're powerful cards apparently in those formats. There's a bunch of cards now that are jumping into the ceiling because Pioneer is the new pro format that that's that uh, Watsi's pushing. The ten dollar uncommon so from of... Kaldheim. <laughs> no, oh yeah, the the fucking Angel because Angel Tribal is coming up in fucking Pioneer. That one's another uh, another uh, archetype that's starting to get played. So yeah, the 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 one the the one uh, two cost Angel is jumping into the ceiling. That one, Giada, that one uh, a, a legendary angel is probably going to start creeping up in price too. It's it's fucking unreal. And yeah. I get it, and I'm kind of glad because all of a sudden shit in my binder is starting to jump up in price, so I have a little bit more trade equity to play around with, which is always a positive. But at the same time, what the fuck happens when people were, you know, were looking to build like budget commander decks out of nowhere and the things that they were trying to grab for suddenly become staples in another format and they become unreasonable. That's, mm, that's the, that's the razor's edge. We all dance. We're playing that shit. <laughs> it becomes too bad. Find another card that does the same thing. <laughs> and the irony for, for me is, is I figured you'd be all in on new Capenna at this point because that's your fucking jam. It is my jam, but I'm telling you those price increases, I am not doing it. I, I will not fund those price increases same thing with gw now that like i've been burned twice on uh pre-releases i'm not jumping in all in on pre-releases anymore i'm buying it when i need it like they've lost my money on pre-release times now there is nothing that they produce that i'm not going to pick up on a shelf and when it comes down to it if i need something from new capenna i'm gonna like i'm if it's not in a commander deck i am getting it proxied I do not play formats where proxies are illegal. I will proxy everything from now on. I do not care because Fair enough. I, the concept of collector boosters, I thought were bullshit to begin with. Like, do I own expensive magic cards? Yes. Right. Like I can say, yes, I do. And I don't care. Like I'm not flipping my cards. I'm going to keep the ones I have. Like, but other than that, like I'm not adding to my bulk anymore. I'm done. Like I will, pr- I will have bulk proxies. I will print full sets of proxies if I have to at this point, because the the way secret layers have been done, the way fucking they've been treating LGSs and just the fucking jerk like predatory bullshit they've just been doing with product between honestly Amazon, the whole Amazon thing. They're they they discounted. Midnight Hunt collectors boosters to 140 bucks boxes. They discounted it to 140 bucks on Amazon direct from them. That fucks over every LGS selling collectors. Today's word boosters. of the day, ladies and gentlemen, is extortion. That's exactly what it is. And I'm like, I'm not part. I'm not participating in it anymore. Especially, especially in a time where people are getting shit on with inflation. And having a hard time deciding whether they want to participate in a hobby or feed their family. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not doing it. You picked the wrong fucking time, Wizards. I'm not participating. <laughs> well, not only that, dude, but like, you look at fucking, uh, 
by the way, New Capenna, the actual uh, standard stuff is not going up in price. It was only the Commander decks that were going up in price, so keep that in mind. Well, but yeah, dude, uh, dude the I'm going to I'm going to buy the com- I'm... for fucking Midnight Hunt. Yeah, dude, eighty bucks, shit. That's what I'm saying. And that that you still have cards worth value in that set. I, I it just oh my god, I can't. Like I don't know what the fuck yeah. that they're doing. Yeah. But like when I when I say I'm gonna buy the 40k commander stuff and like the 40k stuff might be the last stuff I actually purchase, it's because I like 40k and I know some of that money's gonna end up going back to GW because they have to pay royalties on it. I know how GW works. So if it if it funds another hobby and it's and it's a commander decks then i will purchase the commander decks i will have no problem with that you have a full blown deck i will play precons till the end of time but i do not play any other format any other format that does not allow proxies or you know what i'm saying like i don't play i don't play modern i don't play pauper i don't play uh pioneer i don't play standard i don't play legacy i don't play vintage i don't play any of that shit i play commander right now <laughs> and that's perfectly fine dude dude buy pro buy make all your own fucking proxies do what you feel you need to do you will not hear me fucking argue i have been an advocate for fucking proxies made bought or otherwise since we started this fucking podcast and it's all and it's because watsi goes out of their way to fucking shoot themselves in the fucking foot over and over again and you know what dude i feel the same way about gw I didn't like their fine cast on the fucking Damon Prince for Nurgle. So I went and looked on fucking Etsy to find a goddamn replacement. And I found one that looks awesome. And you know what? I'd rather go with that because I don't give a shit. I'm never playing in any official capacity for that fucking game. Right. I don't care. Yeah. The only reason, the only reason I buy models from the games workshop and not an LGS where I can get a discount at is because they're the only fucking store in my area. (laughs) And I'd rather pick it up off of a shelf then have to order it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Right. Right. And especially with, honestly, when it comes to your hobby, enjoyment of the hobby should come first. That's why I built my, I built my, I built two cubes because I have, I have a bunch of decks. I have a bunch of cards, but at the end of the day, I just want something that I can grab and play with other people in a self-contained environment and I don't have to feel like people have to go and search for cards. The cards are in the cube. We play what's in there. I don't have to, no one has to feel weird about it. And right. mo- it's moreover because we're getting to the point where I'm starting to feel like financially, I think we're all going to have to start turtle shelling at some point. And when that happens, I want to have everything at my disposal. Right. Where I have a self-contained entertainment, you know, center point that I can have for people who want to come and do stuff like this because it's not financially viable to keep buying into this. Cause like I said, when the bubble bursts for Watsi, it's going to be because of inflation and people unable to buy their fucking cardboard. They'll try and they'll try and pivot to fucking digital and it'll fucking blow up in their face because they haven't cultivated their digital clients well enough with enough it support for people to give a fuck about their stuff. They're making a lot of money because the, the whales in the physical market and the fucking digital market are propping everything up. But what the fuck happens when there's nobody for those whales to play against except for each other? Eventually, people are going to get bored. And they're going to stop fucking playing those things. Then their shit collapses. It's all a matter of how bad they're going to let themselves get fucked over in the process. 
You want to raise yeah. the prices because of inflation and because you're having issues with logistics. It is completely understandable for you to do that when you need to do it. Your timing is absolute bullshit. You should have done that last year if that was something you were worried about. When we were having logistics issues all over the place because it's been happening since fucking since last year, since the beginning of last year. Because again, there was a there was a fucking trucker shortage because a bunch of truckers were retiring out of nowhere. Because like I told, like I said in one of our earlier podcasts, there are generation there are there are waves in the generations that are retiring at specific points, and every time that they come off of their off of work and retire. There's nobody to fucking replace them or there are little to replace them. Nobody wants to pick up the gauntlet for them and take over where they left off. So now we have the shit where you have people who can't drive the trucks, companies who are only looking for experienced drivers, not realizing you have to fucking cultivate new drivers, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to hit a point where you have to either build up the technology to get the self-driving trucks to do it for you. Or realize that you need to offer something better to the terrestrial employee em, employees you want to have. That's my rant on that. Thank you for thank you for coming to my TED talk. Well, with that being <laughs> said, anything else that we'd like to add or discuss? Make your own proxies. At the end of the day, people bitch about it. <laughs> no, really. I don't no, give a shit if you take goddamn. I don't have. Dude, go a, I, found a, I found go a way. I found a way. I found a way to have them printed. Ones. I found it. I found a way to have them printed as actual cards. They take a couple months to get to you, but you can put whatever you want on the back of them. I'm going to make proxies with my fucking logo on the back of them, and they will be angry wargamer proxies. <laughs> <laughs> and I will put them in clear sleeves and I will fucking play with them. <laughs> like, stop me. Stop me. <laughs> Dude, do whatever the so. fuck you want. There are people who do that shit. No, I know. Now, don't be so brazen about it. But... No, fuck that. What are they going to do? Shut me down? I'm the one paying for the product. <laughs> I'm not printing it. Oh, they'll totally see. <laughs> oh, dude. They, they could totally cease and desist your ass. For, it's, it's for I'm not selling them. I'm playing with them. They can't cease and desist me. <laughs> oh, Didn't you, you want to hand them out? That it's quite the opposite, Mister Bond. Yeah, I mean, if I if I sold them to people, then it'd be a problem. But if I give them away as like business cards, or if I only play with them, what are they going to do? They can't do shit. It's my it's my stuff. That's like telling me I have to cease and desist playing my own fucking. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Pick something. You mean like what? You mean like when those people made that fan game for the for Samus Returns, and were giving it out for free, and Nintendo still sued the shit out of them? No, cease and desist them. Yeah, dude. No, I'm, that shit can still happen. Yeah, whatever. So they tell me to stop handing them out to people. What are they gonna do? It's like that's like GW stop telling me to not 3D print a model and playing their game with it, like at home. Like <laughs> GW can't tell me to do that. <laughs> Dude, well, they don't have to tell you personally me. because you don't have a 3D printer. Right. But if I, I but even if I, I had the, one, they can't tell me to stop. I'm it's my own. I'm making it for myself. I'm not making it for anybody else. <laughs> Side note, I went to the pawn shop uh last week and they happened to be selling a 3D printer there, and they were selling it for a hundred bucks. That's actually not bad. Damn. Depending on what it was, that's not bad. I, I didn't know what model. All I knew is that it was a 3D printer for sure. 
and I'm like, oh my god, I if I knew how to fucking make this work, I would do it. <laughs> it's a money sink to even learn it. I had me and Drew had this conversation one day. I think I think it was after one of oh, our yeah. live podcasts, and you left, and or no, oh, yeah, yeah, it might have been, yeah. And me and Drew were talking about it. It's like a hobby in it of itself. So it's just extra time and money that I just don't want to sink into something else. What did you say? You said it's it's effectively three hobbies. One is three D printing. Two is uh, graphing and creating the schematics, and three is maintaining the three D printer. Yeah, maintaining and and troubleshooting the three D printer. Yeah, fucking wild, dude. Yeah, I was fuck. You, 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 there's no tech support to call. Like, it's not like a computer where I can look it up or call a friend and be like, "Hey, come fix it." Like, <laughs> so. all right. That? I think that's it. Is that it, boys? Is that it? Yeah, I think so. I believe I'm, I believe I'm good. Fantastic. Well, like I said earlier in the show, if you follow us on Facebook and you listen to us through Facebook, June third will be the last time. The RSS feed will load automatically. So uh, follow us on uh, either Podbean or YouTube. YouTube is kind of sketchy, though, sometimes. Sometimes it won't upload. So your best option is to follow us either on Spotify or Podbean or Apple Podcasts, that too, um, to make sure that you're getting to listen to us. And if you're doing that, leave a review and share it with people. That'd be great. And, of course... Check the show notes for the beacons, uh, the beacon link for the mini talk painting thing, um, painting discord. If you want to learn about four, Warhammer 40K um, or just miniature painting in general, um, people in there are super helpful. And we have all types of skill level, including people that just picked up the hobby in the last like three months. So it's not just a bunch of old disgruntled veterans not telling you how to do things because we love to, to share how we do things, share our progress, and show off our miniatures, no matter how um, new or inexperienced we are. So there's that. And as always, stay sexy and go fuck yourselves.